Hi everyone, welcome to Domain Sherpa. We've got a great Domain Sherpa review coming up today. We've got Braden, Amar, and Josh on the show. We open up by talking a bit about the recent sale of NFTs.com, Namescon Global coming up in Austin at the end of August. And then we get into a discussion about web browsers and web three domains. Then we get back into web two with the domain game featuring accounted.com, fitnessresort.com, futurehealthgroup.com, and unitebet.com. Braden also then discloses what he sold laura.com for. So definitely Definitely check that out. And then we've got the Namejet Gonna Jet segment sponsored by Namejet. And we talk about some domains coming up for auctions such as paywise.com, epicjourney.com, bestofme.com, and criminallawyer.net. And remember, if you're listening to the audio version of this podcast, you can also watch the video version at domainsherpa.com and also watch some of our episodes on our YouTube channel at ds.tv. You can also check us out on Apple and Spotify as well as some of the other podcast platforms. And as usual, big shout out to dan.com the number one place in the world to buy and sell your domains with a special platform made for domain investors. And as I mentioned earlier, NamesCon Global is coming up in Austin, Texas at the end of August, and we've got a promo code for our audience to save 20% on tickets. That code is MP, as in man, Peter, underscore, domain, Sherpa. Again, MP underscore domain Sherpa. And you can use that when you register for the conference at namescon.com. All right. With all that, it's time to get into this episode of Domain Sherpa, where all roads lead to domains. So let's go. What's up, Sherpa Network? Thank you for tuning in today. My name is Jonathan Tenenbaum, aka JT, aka J On, and I am the host and producer of Domain Sherpa, where all roads lead to domains. Today's show is a Domain Sherpa review where we get into the minds of successful domain investors using real examples so we can learn strategies and tactics to become more successful domain name investors ourselves. These are the experts. There are four segments to a Domain Sherpa review. We got number one, we got the grand opening. That's where I'm going to intro the Sherpa, see what's going on with them, and we talk about some related stuff stuff, some unrelated stuff, and just kind of do what we do. Then we'll get into the domain game where we hear about what the Sherpas recently bought or sold. Everybody guesses the price. We keep score. We get some swag to the winner. In fact, uh, Braden, I think I just, you just got your swag. You said you're like swimming in that hoodie though, right? Is that the... Uh... It's a it's a pretty big hoodie and it's a thousand degrees here in LA, so not wearing a hoodie anytime soon. Josh, I got <laughs> yours in a bag literally right you're behind not big me. enough. Yeah, <laughs> it could be. I'm not you big know, enough to fill it out. <laughs> when I'm done here, I'm gonna go to the gym, lift some weights, maybe. Uh, yeah, hey, carb up. I got Josh's in tomorrow. I got. I know I owe you some stuff too. So, all right. Well, that's segment two is the domain game. Segment three is Namejet and the Jet, sponsored by our friends at Namejet. And then uh, where we review a list of domains coming up for auction, talk about what the Sherpas like, what they don't like, and then we'll close out with grand closing where we discuss anything we haven't covered already. What's going on in the domain space, market trends, current events allowing the guests to mention, promote anything we haven't already talked about. So with that, let's go ahead and introduce the Sherpas to my right. I got my boy, Braden Pollock, AKA Tony Stark, AKA Benjamin Button, AKA Eat Bray Love, AKA Braden Statham. Your domain, it's not that your domain is worthless, it's just that it's worth less. You know what I'm saying? So what's up, man? How you doing? <laughs> All good, thank I'll you give for you that. Quotes. We actually, Billy's working on some pretty cool uh, little like, um, uh, for the quotes that we come up with on the show. So he's got one. You'll, yours will be the first one because it was so no, good. It's out. 
saw oh. it, I saw it last night. Oh, he already posted. See, you know, yeah, I got to get up on our marketing schedule, man. You know, so. Uh, <laughs> but I thought that was really cool. So I, re- mention- I retweeted it. I retweeted oh. it. Maybe the algorithm is hiding you from my feed or something. I don't know. I didn't see it. I didn't even see that. Anyway, all good, all good. Uh, as always, appreciate you being here. Uh, then down below to my right, we got my boy Josh Reason, a.k.a. Bjorn Borg, a.k.a. Harry Kane, a.k.a. Triple Crown, a.k.a. Bill and Zed's Excellent Adventure, a.k.a. Horse <laughs> Stables, Not Stable Coins, a.k.a. Yellowstone, a.k.a. Super Ball. What's up, man? And I think stable that- coins. And stable coins. <laughs> and was, yeah, right. Stable <laughs> coins and the horse stables. Right. <laughs> What's up, man? How you living? What's up, man? What's up, man? I'm good. I'm good. I'm just kind of right now. I'm just like looking at GoDaddy auctions and just saying, like, can I buy something right now, or or is it still crazy prices? And yeah, well, buy, crazy prices. <laughs> still crazy or what? I mean, just I, I don't know. I'm just like browsing right now. I'm like, what? Really? Am I am mm. I really gonna pay that? No, I'm not gonna pay that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'll say even with the market, you know, kind of being where it is, this bear market. Um, you know, domain investors are still have not gone bearish on domains, especially on the wholesale platforms. I mean, we see it Namejet and, uh, you know, um, you know, obviously GoDaddy too. And just, it does not seem like we've seen any big, big sell off yet, but there's still, you know, a lot of time, a lot of opportunity for people to get squeezed into, you know, a lot of, a lot of fire selling opportunities. You know what I mean? Don't diamond hands, all those domains, everybody, you know what I mean? We need inventory. So <laughs> we actually have a couple of, uh, you know, we're looking for a couple of domains for a few buyers. Um, I should, uh, you know, that's something I should probably bring up on these shows too. when we have those kind of scenarios because we've got a couple and, uh, that we're looking for right now, but, uh, you know, we, we'll get into, we'll get into some of that too, but all right. So Josh, thanks for being here, man. You know what it is. And below me, we got my boy, skip brother from another mother, Amar Kuba, <laughs> AKA King Kuba, AKA Danny ocean, AKA the even greater Gatsby, AKA Amarzan, AKA Kubra Libre. What's happening, dude? How you living? What's One day on? we'll have to tell everybody, you know, kind of explain the whole skip bro thing. Although it's going to be underwhelming, I think, once we like, it, explain it, you know? yeah, <laughs> maybe we'll just keep it to ourselves. But we yeah. will be skipping uh, in Austin and skipping a couple in weeks, Austin, a Texas, man. Let's so let's get that out of the way. Big shout out to our friends at NamesCon. We got the uh, the NamesCon Global Conference coming up, Austin, Texas, end of this month. I mean, we are a few weeks away. Um, it's the 26th, I believe, to the 2nd of September. But go to namescon.com, namescon.global, um, and uh, and check out the details. We have the, uh, we've got uh, the uh, 20% off coupon on the Sherpa site, which is M as in man, P as in Peter, underscore Sherpa, um, I believe is our code, but it's on the site. But there's also a 50% off coupon floating around. So I know we were pushing that on one of the, you know, we were on one of the clubhouses and spaces talking up a, a lot about what's going on the uh, the agenda is rounding in form there's gonna be some really cool stuff i'm like super excited to see i want to add the, the rick schwartz session i think is gonna be really cool we've that got uh you know a couple nft sessions that uh without being overly over too far to the nft side i think there's like just the right amount there's a couple of those that are going to be really cool just, for the folks. there's actually just one now oh i thought it was which is it the blue chip nft yeah i'm on the on the schedule at the moment it's two but we just we just merged them into one now Mm. Uh, that, Miller was texting me and he was like, Hey, I, I need to, I need you on like my panel if you can. And I, and I was like, uh, talk to, you know, talk to Braden because there's one literally like 30 minutes later that I'm on. And I, I guess there was a lot of crossover. So that makes sense. Yeah. There was a lot of crossover. They, you know, they, they really wanted to bring NFTs into it because, you know, digital assets and sure. although 
my my feeling is it's a domain conference. It's not a digital asset conference. But you know, the, there's a lot of us that are into NFTs, so um, they wanted to have two panels, but there's not enough people to speak on the panel, so we we're, we just merged them into one. That's what's <laughs> no, but I think that's good. I think it's it's one of those things. I remember when uh, you mentioned the word merge. Uh, you know, there was the merge conference back in Orlando um, around the time when uh, you know it was you know one of the crypto waves, and I remember they made such an effort to try to make it this enormously broad conference. And you know, big shout out to the news. I mean, I appreciate the you know the effort that went into the conference, and it was fun and cool seeing everybody, but. You know, if I did have a sort of, uh, you know, a, a knock on it, it was that, you know, there was too much outside of like sort of the core thing, you know, of domains. And, you know, I get it. And I, you know, wanting to sort of cast a wide net, big tent, all that kind of stuff. But it it, it made it very, uh, you know, it felt disconnected and almost too broad, you know. So I think this uh, there's plenty to talk about by way of domains. Obviously, we all fall under the umbrella of digital assets and, uh, you know, as well. And we're all, you know, a lot of us are heavily involved in NFTs. But um, so, yeah, no, I think wh whether it's one or two panels, I think that's kind of either one I think works and is just uh, just enough, uh, you know, to kind of kind of, you know, feel the vibe, get educated, like, you know, and just talk the talk, you know, so it's all good. Um, will there be any uh, like unstoppable handshake kind of stuff that we'll be getting into at the conference? Like any any panels on that? I haven't looked, um, but, you know, there's that currently that uh, lawsuit that unstoppable filed against handshake and. Mm -hmm. uh sounds like handshake and you know name sheep like they're ready to you know kind of they're ready to fight as well i mean it's gonna be an interesting uh see how this all plays out you know so yeah name sheep spent a lot of money already i mean they've already but they're pretty deep in so they have to defend yeah, kind yeah. Of their position and uh handshake's not going to back down so it'll be very interesting it'll be cool let's put them in the ring together names con you know what i'm saying <laughs> like let's go um, or if we were in Vegas, you know what I mean? And it's, it's, you know, I haven't spent too much time digging in. Maybe that might actually be a pretty cool show. Maybe we'll talk about that next week, you know, do a little rabbit hole on, uh, some of that, some of the legal issues around that and where, you know, how we think that might shake out. There's a lot of, a lot of interesting aspects to that. So none of them, neither of them are short on money right now. So <laughs> Yeah, well, uh, Unstoppable just uh, hit unicorn status, right, with their recent additional raise. You know, uh, full disclosure, uh, Domain X, Andrew, you know, we're all, you know, invested investors in Unstoppable. We've got some handshake extensions as well. And, uh, you know, so so we're we're invested and involved. But, um, yeah, I mean, I think there's, uh, you know, there's, there's a lot of cash. And now it's like, and I think these are important things for the space because, you know, we'll start to get some legal clarity. I mean, some of the, uh, you know, some of the ground rules are going to start getting laid now. It's almost like that, the whole uh, Ryder Rips uh, Board Ape Yacht Club case, that whole thing is going to be interesting to see how it plays out because, you know, in some cases, this is the wild, wild west. This is where some of the precedent and some of the guardrails are going to be going to be established. So it'll be uh, interesting to see how this stuff goes, you know, better them than us having to spend the money to do it. Right. I mean, you know, so all good. So there's a session on um, Thursday. Is it Thursday or Friday? No, Friday. Sorry. It's called uh, is I can threaten by blockchain domains. Um, so it's going to be the propeller heads on stage. Oh, nice. So who's uh, who's uh, on the panel? Uh, let's see, Zach and Zach Muscovich, uh, David Sneed, and Jeff Newman. Okay. I, I like that one a lot. I mean, because, uh, you know, the propeller heads, 
that sounds like that's like a punk band you know what i'm saying like i can't wait we're gonna see the propeller heads live tonight um <laughs> you know I didn't it's, think it's were... actually it's like that just more boring yeah yeah i didn't think they were gonna play that song but there it was boom second encore um the uh but yeah like uh because i remember even reaching out to uh james bladell uh who policy guy for GoDaddy, super smart been in the space a long long time great guy and uh asking him like hey you know where are you all at like with some of the handshake stuff you know do you guys view this as a threat and you know at the time and, and now he's not he's at GoDaddy, not at ICANN, but he's again big big policy wonk and uh yeah, and he was just kind of like, eh, you know, like, you know, we're not oh, that. Now, this was a minute ago, right? So this was well over a year ago. So at the time, it was kind of like, eh, you know, we're not really, you know, even that up on. Not that they weren't aware of it, but just they weren't like way deep in the weeds. They weren't down the rabbit hole much. You know, I think they were still sort of evaluating, kind of figuring out what, what it even was. Um, and uh, so, yeah. So uh, but now I think it, it'll be interesting to start getting because I think as you know, see the size of the, the the companies themselves and uh you know and and more activity and, and adoption you know it'll be interesting to see like where, where i can's at with this stuff so um, there's gonna be a few more um on friday afternoon there's these mini sessions they're just like 25 minutes um and there's um there's one this one called handshake 101 at 2 35 p.m mm -hmm. um and then handshakes potential impact on the domain industry at three o'clock um hns names from an investment perspective so there's a, there's a few little sessions on okay well, that's cool so i think for anybody who's interested in the handshake stuff i mean those would be interesting you know my i i like the big bigger picture sort of you know because to me it all comes down to it's, it's so speculative and it's been so speculative right so um you know, when does it become a real threat and a real major? Because then it becomes for us, even on the client side, like when do you start advising clients to go pick up their handshake? You know, I mean, the handshake maxis would say, get it, you should have, a, you should already have had them by now, you know, and everything else. But, you know, realistically, like, you know, they're not resolving on, you know, when they, when they start resolving on Safari and Chrome and things like that, you know, not on an extension or on Brave browser or Opera or whatever it is, like, you know, um, but for the folks that, you know, that, that, that invest early, you know, there could be some really nice returns, but it's just a question of when, you know, so. So what I'm wondering is once um, the next round of TLDs drops and there's going to be a dot crypto and a dot whatever coming from ICANN and already, you know, from Handshake and Unstoppable, when you're on Brave, let's, let's say none of the mainstream browsers take it, but you're on Brave, um, <clears throat> which one's going to resolve? Like, how do they figure that out? That's a great question. I am not it's, the technical guy. Be, I don't know, it's but a um, collision issue for sure. Yeah, yeah. I mean, definitely name collision. So then the question becomes because I think that's you know up to this point, ICANN would be like you know they wouldn't even think of you know oh it's just like other sort of um, like the name dot space stuff from back in the day. You know what I mean? That that you know existed on like subnets and things like that. You know, or whatever they were and. Uh, you know, so yeah, but I do think it's a very interesting point when you start talking about some of these browsers that do allow the handshake domains to resolve. Do they allow regular domains to like like web two domains to resolve on on like uh, like so for? Oh these yeah, yeah. So Brave is basically Chrome, um, but stripped of you know a lot of the bloat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I guess what I'm saying is, is so right now, right. And right now, if I'm on Brave, because I don't use Brave, but if I'm on Brave yeah. and I and I want to go to Apple.com, I can go to Apple, right? 
Correct. But I can also go to a handshake domain as well, right? Correct. Okay. So what I want, yeah, I, I mean, I guess it'll be a setting, right? If, if, if it were to happen today, I'm guessing it would be a preference, right? And yeah, I think it would be, be browsing preferences. It would have to be browsing preferences. So if you're a Web3 guy, you, you have Web3 browsers. If you're a web, if you're just like a standard person, you, you're going to be using Web2 browsers, right? That's what kind of logically makes sense in my, in my mind. I, yeah, I, but for these browsers, they do both. So I think there would actually right. have to be a setting inside the browser itself yeah, that would just, dictate. That, that's the issue, right? That's the issue. It's like you can't, do, you can't do both if you've got the same extensions. <laughs> it's yeah. like... That. Well, but Brave is pretty big. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Brave They're well, not yeah. a small browser. They're pretty big. No, and especially and, you know with devs and a lot of and obviously you know so many so many of the folks in Web three. I mean, there's a lot of adoption there. I should probably download it and start messing with it. A little well, bit. We can qualify the word big, by the way. We say pretty big. I mean, it's still less Brave. than a half a percent of market share, right? I don't know. I just know. I mean, Brave is is a pretty popular browser. Yeah, as far as I, as far as like mainstream, right? Obviously, it's not Chrome or Safari or Firefox, but I would say it's probably number four. Oh no, I think I think. Ask, oh no, no browsers. Opera, Opera is pretty popular, isn't it? Yeah, Opera is more popular than Brave, according. To, I'm yeah. just looking up some of the uh, the data now. Um, got it by a list because I'm just seeing on the. I don't know. One thing that I will say is that I think that a lot of this conversation that we're having around this is so early. A lot of the conversation yeah. that, that Unstoppable are having, that Handshake are having, I think it's earlier than what most people realize. And we're just like, none of this is going to be realized for many years. No, and that's that's a fair point. And I yeah, it looks like Opera is definitely bigger than Brave. Uh, you know, they would, both would fall into the other category, which is like, you know... You've got Chrome, it's like 56%, Safari 27, Edge at like almost six, Firefox three and a half, Samsung internet at three, and other at four point three, but that's a whole lot of stuff that falls into there. Right. Is it looks like it's not even top ten? Interesting, like in, but here's something in Africa, in uh, the Congo and Kenya, the opera browser is actually the you know, is almost has fifty percent of uh of wow. share according to similarweb.com i mean i don't know i just did a quick google search right like you know but that's like so that brings up another thing too when you start talking about regional stuff and yeah we, let's you know let's move on let's get in, we'll get into the domain game but and i, I agree with josh look it, and that's what i said in the beginning i mean it's super super early right so the folks that are in there now um you know have an opportunity if provided that the money that they're investing that they can just let it sit for however long or whatever the deal is but you know um yeah, we 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 had the show where we talked all about the dot uh, dot eth and the ens domains. I mean, I think that to me is more per, you know interesting and and urgent or timely at the moment than the handshake stuff. But you know, just because of the utility around the dot eth, you know, the eth domains, and also just the fact that how they are so prevalent in Web three as a you know a flex and an identifier and all that kind of stuff. So. But it does. It really all circulates around utility, and until you can use the handshake names and you know, like, like in a, in a meaningful way, um, it's like they're cool. But you know, see, so we shall see. That's just this could be a whole show into itself. So maybe, like I said, maybe that'll be what we'll get into next week. You know, lots to talk about, lots to talk about, everybody. All so, right. So, so Brave is based us. I just I've been doing this. Do it. Yeah. Let's go. Travel. Come on. Let them so, know. So um, Brave is based on the Chromium browser. And Chromium okay. has 0.06%, um, and it is number 10, 11, 12, number 13 mm. 
And but Brave on its own is not in the top thirty. So where's where's Opera? Um, Opera is Opera Mini is. Um, but Braden Edge, I believe. Opera is Mobile on. is twenty. But I think Edge is also based on Chromium. I think I think a lot of the uh, big those and uh, secondary okay. browsers were based on Chromium. So I don't know if that that's that. Well, but, so I looked at this list of the top top thirty eight and 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 the I guess the this like the like number roughly twenty through thirty eight are zero percent. So they're they're you know basis points. Yeah. Um, so Opera is one point one two percent. Um, is number eight. Okay. Yeah, I think this is a really super interesting topic. And obviously, you know, it'd be nice to, you know, get a, you know, we're not full on experts, but, uh, you know, it's like we know enough to be dangerous, right? And <laughs> the, uh, and I, yeah, I mean, I think that's going to be a huge key thing. And uh, I'm, I'm assuming too, it's like, as these things evolve, you know, these are such, you know, these are data points. These, the, I would think that the handshake and those folks are probably paying attention to pretty closely on a regular basis to see is that, all evolves and do you think there's any uh you know so google chrome like you know any of that kind of stuff you think they do a web3 extension anytime soon i mean i is that i would assume people are talking about that right i would think if they don't it doesn't matter like it yeah. it, it only there's just too much friction because look the chrome the chrome browser is over 69% of the market number 2 is 7.75% right so it's just a massive drop off yeah. So, so, you know, Chrome just has the market. And if, if Google doesn't want to do a thing, that thing ain't going to happen. You think, you think Web3 is in a, in a growth phase at this moment in time? I, I, I actually would, I would, I would actually think possibly not. I think that it grew exponentially last year. And I think that it's probably now on a decline. And I it think probably it's stalled. I think it's stalled and will now progressively be on a decline into the recession. And then it will revive maybe two, three years from now. It, it, look, it, it, there, there might be a revival, but um, if you, if you back up and look at the funding, so you've got, you've got, you know, a lot, I just mentioned this on a, on a talk I did recently, I think it was for the ICA where there's, there's over a hundred billion dollars of, of VC money has been raised, okay? Over a hundred billion dollars that has to be deployed. And a lot of those funds are Web3 specific funds. Those monies will be given to, to Web3 startups, yeah. right? And they are being given, like it, the, the money is out there. So even though there's, you see all this contraction all over the place, the money's still flowing. And so those Web3 companies, they might be startups, they might be moving slow, but you know, you're gonna, you're gonna see them pop next year or in two years or in three years. So there has to be a revival because the money's there. Yep. And I think the other aspect too is the talent. Um, you know, we saw a lot of people leaving, you know, traditional finance in a lot of different areas, um, you know, to go work specifically in Web3. Um, and I think so as that happens as well, that's going to continue to drive innovation and, and stuff. Um, the uh, But I agree with you. I think that what we've known of Web3, like the run-up that we all participated in in the last year and a half, you know, the with the 
PFP NFTs and a bunch of that kind of stuff. Like, yeah, I think this is going to evolve in different ways. I think it depends on your definition of Web3, right? right. Web3, right. those right. types of projects, I think I would agree with you. I mean, we're seeing all sorts of contraction. I think you're going to have a few winners. You're going to have a few of your quote unquote blue chips that'll continue to have success, especially the ones that are already funded and almost, I don't want to say too big to fail, but like, you know, they've got, a, you know, they've got a war chest, they've got a runway, they've got teams and people to help them find ways to be successful. Um, you know, but I think that the, Hey, throw a dart at the wall, everything wins that we're all going to make it all that kind of stuff. I mean, you know, we've entered into a different era and I believe it's going to be more about, you know, what web three applications can better, you know, and it's utility, right? Like where can they really provide real utility? Where is this, you know, this metaverse that's going to be the kind of thing people actually want to spend time in and spend money in and those kinds of things. And whether it's gaming, gaming, gaming is the one gaming is the one that will have, that will continue to, to have sure. growth. And that's where, that's where a lot of the talent is actually going. Even, mm -hmm. you know, even if you look at you know, Facebook, I guarantee a large, a large part of what Facebook is looking into is, is, is gaming within Web3. Sure. It might not be, you know, that abundantly obvious right now, but it, it, is, it is the main kind of thing that you see coming up over and over again is Web3. Gaming, you mean not uh, gambling, but gaming as in... Uh, yeah, like, like actual games, like... Yeah. Right. Yeah. Agreed. Well, yeah. You Agreed. just look at what, you know, the Yuga and the board apes are doing with other side and, you know, and yeah. pixel vault. Yeah. And although I think, you know, they've kind of stalled a bit. I mean, there's a lot of stalling in general, you know, across the space with, pro with a lot of projects. Um, but, you know, but I do agree with your other broader point too, about how, you know, it's going to be sort of this sideways sort of movement. You know, there'll be a lot of building behind the scenes during this recession. And then, you know, we'll see this like sort of the next, whatever the next evolution of this thing is going to look like, you know, and it will be a pretty strong wave. Um, but, you know, it'll be interesting and, you know, we'll probably be waiting a little bit till we see it really, you know, just because everything else, uh, you know, big picture is pretty messed up at the moment. So, yeah, all right, cool. So let's talk domains. Yeah, let's mark this. I'll mark this time on the calendar, on the, the, the timer, <laughs> on the video to let people know this is when we started talking about. Uh, I want to hear what worthless domain Braden's going to talk about. Domain business. All right, domain game. Let's <laughs> go. Not worthless. It's worth it's less, worth baby. Less. It's worth <laughs> less, baby. Let's go. Um, all right, Braden, what you got? A buy or a sell? Oh, I'm glad we're jumping in. Okay. Um, <laughs> I, see, I just sold uh, two names, so you can choose Laura.com is one, and I also sold Accounted, past tense, Accounted.com. I think we got to go with Laura, right? I mean, you know, isn't it, what do you guys? Those are so hard. I know, I know how much Laura.com sold for, so maybe accounted. Ah, okay, so we're gonna go with accounted. But can you tell us what Laura sold for? Can we, since Josh already knows? Two fifty. Two fifty. Very nice, man. That's awesome. And how much did you pay for it? How long did you hold it? Um, I bought it last year. I paid a hundred. Um, I was asking much more for it, and um, this guy started it like. 100 or 150 and then you know i think i counted it 350 and he eventually came up to 200 and he was he's been at 200 since last september mm. um i think it was last september yeah anyways he was uh no i'm sorry i'm thinking about accounting no he so this guy's it's just been months back and forth and uh it was it was earlier this year he's been at 200 and i couldn't get him to budge and then i finally went back to him 
after you know no communication for weeks. Um, and that, that's what would happen is like a couple of weeks would go by and then I'd reach out or he'd reach out. Um, and I finally came down to 300 and he, he said, I'll come up with 250. So I said, Boom. Love it though, I, you know, it's, it's definitely worth more. He's getting a good deal. Um, but you know, there's a lot of deals. It's a, it's a buyer's market. It's a lot of deals coming up right now. And I just wanted some liquidity mm-hmm. to put into some other. Oh, Hey, look, and I mean, deal. you know, you know, we've been talking, this is, we talk about this a lot on the show, right? I mean, you know, the multiples that you sell a domain for, you know, I mean, you can, you know, if you hand reg a name and then sell it for a thousand dollars, right. It's like, okay, cool. I sold that for, you know, hundred X, but you made 999, you know, $990, you know, in this case, it's like one and a half times, but it's 150 K profit to your pocket that it's like, you know, I mean, sounds like a big win to me, man. You know, I'm like a cheerleader though for success on the show. So of course I'm going to be like, that's amazing, Braden, but it really is, you know? Um, so good stuff, man. Well, congratulations to you and the buyer. I think that's all good. Um, you know, big domain sale that just happened, uh, nfts.com just got publicized for 15 million. I mean, and that's like, you know, so, and that's another, that's insane. I know. Well, you know, after we had sold nft.com for 2 million, it hurts. It hurts a little bit. I'm not going to lie. That's a big number. (laughs) But, but, but didn't an offer come in a couple of weeks after you guys sold for 20 million or yeah, we were, yeah. I mean, we could have basically 10 X, you know, five to 10 X what we'd sold it for. We just held on to it for another, like, two weeks, you know, something like that. But that was the time. That was the market, you know? Yeah. You know, it's, it's the way it, goes. It's, it is the way it goes. It, you know, bird in hand. You know, we also had some other things if, if you're, cause at the time we were, it was going to be utilized by, um, you know, the, the, the folks, uh, the, the cryptograph folks who ended up using myNFT.com. So it was kind of like even doing the deal when we did it, it was like, it was still a pretty big win. Uh, based on sort of how that name had already kind of been allocated and sort of, you know, I mean, so it was one of those things where we were really happy with it at the time, but yeah, all the high fives and the cheering, like, you know, turned to sobbing. Yeah, <laughs> you, you guys still made a bunch of dough on that name. Oh yeah, yeah, it was great. Yeah, it was a great year altogether, man. That was really kind of what kicked off the whole like sort of wave, you know, and then the whole NFT ride was was that yeah. transaction. So um, I remember talking to Josh when the, you know, when the offer came in and, you know, we we're talking about it and everything. That's what I was visiting. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was just crazy. Um, a lot has happened since then, but all good stuff. All right. So the domain game for real, for real, uh, accounted.com. So it is the past tense of account. Uh, Josh, what do you think, man? What do you think he sold it for? This was Whoa, a sale. Accounted. Um, I think that Braden sold it for $55,000. You know, you guys are so close, man. I don't know. Like, I feel like, you know, like, I don't know, you know, just, uh, I'm not a hundred percent sure you're not already in the room on this, but that's okay. Cool. 55 (laughs) K. Um, that's a healthy number. Um, what do you think? Amar? I'm taking under, I'm going to go with 50. All right. So you're going 50. I mean, this name is a tough one for me, right? Because it's like, you know, it's the past tense. Is that is is the past tense? Like, is the word accounted you utilized a lot? You know, this is without me doing like the search and the seeing how many companies use it and things like that. I mean, you know, finance, I could see, you know, QuickBooks. So, you know, these there's a lot of cool, you know, there's apps and different things and, you know, maybe some Web3 stuff, maybe some crypto stuff. You know, but I, you know, here's where I'm torn because I'd say it's, you know, I'd say 30 K, 
but it is Braden. He doesn't normally sell cheap, but he just did say he's trying to get liquid. You know what I'm saying? So I'm going to say 30 just because that's where I was thinking initially when you first said it. So, and I don't want to make it, I don't want to do 49, 9, 9, 9, 50. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> there you go. Like, <laughs> all right. So I'm at 30. Amara's at 50. Josh is at 55. What's the deal? I bought this four and a half years ago. I've had exactly two inquiries. All right, JT won. <laughs> you know I won when he starts talking about what he paid for it, right? It's not, listen, it's not worthless. It's worthless. It's worthless. All right. Uh, it's, you can do it's, like a, it's a little bucks. bit of a weird one, but uh, I, I paid 3500 bucks for it. Okay. And I was like, yeah, I'll take a flyer for $3,500, but it's a little weird. I kind of liked it for like, you know, accounting and fintech and maybe, I don't know who bought it, honestly. I don't know what they're going to do with it, but um, I had a bin on it at 42, um, but I was shooting, I was really shooting for 35 net. Um, but like I said, two inquiries in four and a half years. And uh, I had an offer. Tell us the number. I went it's, back it's, and yeah, forth. 25. <laughs> and, and I said no to their, their best and highest of 15 last September. And uh, I just, I was looking, I look at my old offers and I went back to them. They would not increase, but they were still interested, even though it's been months. Like it's been almost a year, literally you know, what, 11 months. Um, but they said they'd still pay 15 and I took it. Okay. 15. Oh. All right. Well, hey, five X, you know, four X, and uh, you know, and like you said, I mean, if it's a name that you're not having the kind of activity on it, then it's like you know. Look, um, I think I think sometimes you have, first of all, I, I want some liquidity, right? Because I think there's better deals out there. Um, but it, you have to look back at how much traction you're getting on a name, right? How much is there traffic? Are there inquiries? And two inquiries in four and a half years, those aren't good stats. Yeah. Right. Well, and so if I've got somebody that's going to give me five X on a name or whatever, four and a half, whatever the number is, um, you know, it's, it's just time to pull a trigger and, and yeah. take my chips off the table. Well, and I, I think that's an important point. You know, so one of the heuristics that affects people in the domain space all the time is the endowment effect, right? Everybody thinks that their stuff is just, you know, so good and it's worth so much. And, you know, there was this Harvard study where they basically gave everybody, I think I forget the, the exact details, but they gave everybody a, a mug and then, or they gave half the, the group a mug and they gave half the group a candy bar and then let them just hold it on their desk for like 30 minutes and then went to see how many people would be willing to switch it for the other one. And, you know, nobody wanted to, to give it up because they just felt like, oh, this is mine. And, and, you know, I see it even fantasy football leagues, you know, this player is so valuable. He's the best 16th best wide receiver and he gets this many catches and da, 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 da. So if I'm going to trade him, I need to have the, I need to get the number two running back. It's like that doesn't make any sense. It's like, you know, people, they, they have a tendency to overvalue their own stuff, you know, and, uh, and and we see it in domains all the time. You know, people think like, well, you know, if I could just get a hold of so and such company or this could be great for this use. And I don't care that it's a dot app. You know what I mean? It's, it's worth 15 million dollars because just imagine if, you know, MGM decided to buy it, you know, and, uh, you know, so it's like those kinds of things. And I think it's important to look realistically at what you're dealing with and, you know, the, you know. Men lie, women lie, numbers don't lie, you know, stats don't lie, you know. Um, You're saying hung like dot horse is not worth a lot? <laughs> Dude, I still, I, you know, I haven't been able to access my hung like dot horse email in a while. I can't only uh, imagine dude. what's there. I can only imagine what's in my inbox. Um, 
And you know, some names have value that go beyond the eye of the right. beholder. You know what I'm saying? That's right. <laughs> I got a bunch of those. <laughs> I do too that I cannot share publicly. Oh, Come man. on, bro. Don't be a pussy. No, hey, let's go. Dot <laughs> um, com. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, so I've got the point. Let's keep this positive momentum going. Josh, what do you got? You got a buy or a sell? What's up? Uh, can, can you do brave? Uh, can you do my next? I'm just thinking. I I don't really have much. I need to look into my after Nick. Right, that's fine. That's fine. I'll let it happen. Amar, what you got? I got a sell. All right. I sold fitnessresort.com. Fitnessresort.com. Oh, that's, right. that's clean. I like that name. Is it resorts or resort? Is it singular or plural? Singular. Singular. So fitnessresort.com. All right. And you sold it? Sold it. All right. I'm going to say $9,999. You know, this is one of those domains that, you know, you bought on Namejet for a couple hundred bucks. I like this. Is, I like when I break this down because I usually am not always, you know, right. It's like sometimes I am, though. Uh, you know, you bought on Namejet <laughs> for a couple hundred bucks. And, uh, you know, you had this thing on a buy, you know, on a bin at After Nick or Dan. And, you know, somebody came along and bought it because it's one of those names that, you know, somebody could see themselves building out a cool, like, you know, business type of thing or if they got a, hotel that caters to this kind of thing um, and, uh, you know, or some program to, you know, drive affiliate, you know, bookings around hotels or whatever. And uh, I think it's a cool, I like it. So that's what I'm saying. So they're, they're, I like, they're, I like the breakdown. I, I remember when you did the same thing for agentive and ev everything, everything was the more wrong. you spoke, the more wrong you were. I know, <laughs> but you know what? It's life's about putting yourself out there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Cause it's like, sure. you just, sometimes you just got to shoot your shot. For sure. So I used to love like the detective shows, you know, and like where they like say, oh, you know, and they like when they start going through how they solve the crime or whatever, you know, some Sherlock Holmes type stuff or whatever. <laughs> like, you know, the dateline. They're going to do dateline NBC <laughs> on fitnessresort.com. <laughs> exactly. All right. Go ahead, Braden. What's, what's good? Uh, I'm going to go 15,000. Um, I think, uh, you know, more price is high, but he leaves room for negotiation. Uh, and for uh, commissions. So I think he priced a little bit more than 10, as you said, JT. Um, and uh, if it was a bin, they pulled the trigger and paid the 15. So there it is. Josh. Josh. Yeah, so I, I mean, I would have sold that name for like 5K, uh, but I know I know 100% that Amar sold it for more because Amar, Amar is all about like, what industry does it target? What could they build off it? And how much money could they make from it? You know, and a fitness resort, I feel like if you get that right, fitness resort, money printer, right? It's just people spend money on that kind of thing. I'm going to say, I'm going to take the over and say 17.5. Oh, wow. All right. So wow. very, very close. So um, I, I feel like I undersold the name, but uh i i like the name i've had it for 10 years i bought it in an auction not on namejet uh, so but you were close uh <laughs> but it was it was an auction i paid i paid a little more i actually overpaid for the name back then um i think i paid like i don't remember exactly but uh i think it was around a thousand bucks maybe 1500 tops um it's a lot and, for 10 years ago yeah yeah no, no, I said I overpaid for the name, but I really liked it. I just love fitness names. I love health names. Um, 
Well, you're in and, great shape, dog. Look at you. You know yeah. what I'm saying? You've been in the gym. Oh, look at that, man. <laughs> you're busting out the shmediums. That's it. No more shmediums for you, dog. <laughs> um, so uh, I, I had, I, I, it was unpriced, so it was a negotiation. Mm. And um, I got on the phone with a guy, really cool guy from the UK. And um, he's an Olympian. Ooh, and okay. um, he was just really, really nice. And we just had a cool conversation. And I actually brought the price down because I liked him. And oh, wow. uh, so I, we did the deal at, I was trying to net 15. So Braden Wood was almost spot on. I mean, technically I was trying to net 15. And so, uh, but he needed a payment plan. So uh, I did it through Dan, through actually the FD integration on Dan. Oh, like wow. it, it took me more time than it was worth to do this. Yeah, yeah. But uh, like FD, if you, if you have an FD account, you can do import a uh, payment plan for 5%. Whereas if you do it directly through Dan, it's 9%. Hmm. So, um, so I charged them 15750 I netted 15 and everybody's happy. All right. So, so cool. Braden, was, Braden gets the point. Circle gets a square. Um, yeah. All right. So that's what's up. But, and that was good. good yeah, work. it's close. It was, yeah. And the guy just, I, I hope they do something great with it. They, it was an upgrade from that for them from thefitnessresort.com. Oh, okay. And, um, well, and the guy's that, got yeah. partners. And yeah. like I said, he's an Olympian, uh, just nice guy. So I, I felt see, good. So that's the, that's the trick. Can yeah. we talk after this? I got a domain I want to buy from you. So if you don't mind, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Hey, but gonna... he was a nice guy. He wasn't a <laughs> Oh, man. <laughs> That's messed up, man. Hey, but that's okay. Well, when we skip like together, we'll he's be, like, it's we'll, like looking yeah. in the mirror right now. You know, so you, you got your Gen X. It just, it just took ten years to get there. So, right. yeah, yeah, it was. I, I don't remember exactly what I paid, but um, it was somewhere in that range. And uh, you know, whatever. Sometimes you just. I'm kind of in the same mindset as you, Braden, right now. It's like, look, it's like things are slower. It makes sense to kind of just keep momentum. You know, I wouldn't sell, I wouldn't sell a seven figure name for, for, you know, a hundred grand. It's not like, you know, I'm not trying to raise money at that level, but it, I, if it was a name that I would normally want 500 for, you know, maybe I'll take 300 or 400 right now. Right. Like I'm definitely more flexible, but not on my favorite names, sure. on yeah. names that I care less about. If I care less, I will be careless. <laughs> yeah, look at that. That's what I'm saying. We need more of those gems. We're gonna have to put them together yeah. beforehand and then drop right. them on the show. But right. um, but yeah, I think so, that's yeah. So, no. I think it was I think it was fair. I think it was good for for everybody. And I love seeing names built built out. So it's yeah. cool. Well, no, and I, I think there's a lot to be said for well for all of this, right? I mean, 10x return. You held on to it for a long time, as is the case sometimes. I mean, I think that's something that you know, all domainers, especially people just getting into the space need to keep in mind that, you know, you know, success, overnight success that you see people having is never really happens overnight, you know, not just in domains, but in a lot, you know, all over the place. But, um, and, uh, but still success across the board, man. I mean, you made money, they got the domain they wanted, you know, we've been talking about domain upgrades on our, uh, off the market forever show with James and, uh, and Chris. And, you know, this is a very prototypical, you know, going from the fitness, resort to fitness resort 
you know, I think it's much cleaner, you know, knock some of the letters off, make life easier, you know, and then that way somebody, that name's not out there in the universe for somebody else to be getting your traffic and your emails and yep. stuff. And, uh, and from there, I don't know that they, you know, I don't know that they, there's anywhere else for them to upgrade to, you know? So it's, that yep. to me seems like a win-win across the board. See, yep. I'm on my cheerleader yep. mode, you know, and big shout out to FD, <laughs> big shout out to Dan.com, another sponsor of the show. Um, you know, which I'll, uh, you know, I mentioned them in the intro intro before you guys were even on here, but, uh, you know, the number one place in the world for, with a special platform made just for domain investors and uh, <laughs> super excited to see what happens with them post the GoDaddy deal and everything else. But, um, you know, uh, big, big shout out to Dan. And, uh, so, all right, well, cool, cool. So we got a one, one kind of thing happening here. All right, Josh, what, what's up, man? Have you had an, uh, enough time? to go into your your archives and pull out some a transaction for us yeah i yeah i have i have sold names but i haven't sold anything exciting so i just yeah it's kind of it's not like these guys but i sold the other day futurehealthgroup.com futurehealthgroup.com all right well that's cool um, all right. So it's also a sale. So, and I think that seems to be a kind of a recurring theme with a lot of folks, because I think people recognize that it's like, you know, we talked a little bit earlier how, you know, on the auction platforms at the moment, we're not seeing huge price sort of reductions. The activity is still pretty, you know, pretty active, pretty consistent with what we've seen, but it does seem to be a theme across a lot of the smart people that I know, uh, you know, everybody's just trying to stack money. You know, everybody's just trying to have as much dry powder as they can you know, for what is to come because it's, you know, there is a whole lot of uncertainty and, you know, it's, you see, even see a little bit of these market, you know, sort of little rallies, but it's like, but the broader economic, you know, sort of indicators are all pretty bleak, <laughs> you know, so it's like, you know, so it's like, we still got a ways to go. Um, so, uh, yeah. So, all right, well, Josh. My, you know, my purpose of, of, of stacking right now is, is to, for deals. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm less concerned about the economy and more concerned about, don't get me wrong, I'm concerned about the economy, but I'm more concerned about missing opportunities because there's other people that are, are I mean, I'm seeing companies now that are like, you know what, let's just sell this asset because, uh -huh. you know, we're not using it. So we'll lower the price. Um, so they're, they're accepting uh, smaller offers and other investors that are, that are turning some of their inventory. Yep. to get cash for whatever, you know, for whatever reason. Um, so I just don't want to miss opportunities. That's yeah, I mean. no, and I think that's kind of what I mean. I mean, my concern is less about like, oh, hey, you know, the economy is going to you know, crash. Then we're going to have all sorts of, you know, like the Great Depression, right? I mean, obviously those things we will see, we're already seeing economies collapsing across the world. You know, in the U.S., it's not going to be as bad as it'll be in some of these emerging markets that are really going to struggle and are struggling. I mean, you see Sri Lanka. I mean, there's just a whole lot of craziness happening in a lot of places. Um, but um, but, yeah, I think it's the same thing. And, and for our business, for, you know, for us and media options and, you know, with Drew, it's like, you know, we're just trying to get cash heavy because as those things happen, it will apply pressure to people and companies who, you know, have otherwise been diamond handing a lot of stuff that, you know, and not even just domains, you know, I mean, there's going to be, you know, there's going to be deals as people just, there's just less cash and, you know, it's just not as things aren't bubbling like they have been. So, yeah. So I think yeah. we're all the same mindset and, uh, you know, that's a, you know, so it, so that makes it even more, you know, you gotta be more strategic, you know, when you're buying and selling. So Josh, with that, you sold, I'm sorry, what was it? It was like a five. Future health group. Future health group. Com. 
futurehealthgroup.com. I'm just kidding. It's 127 <laughs> words.com. Yeah, it's, all, it's the longest domain ever. Um, all right, go ahead, Amar. What do you think you sold it for? Um, I'm going to say it was on a bin at $24.88. All right, so $24.88. See, I, I'm with you on the bin approach because I know that's how Josh rolls, but I think he sold it for more. I think this was a $4,999 deal. You know, this was four thousand nine hundred ninety-nine on a buy it now. So that he also bought somewhere at auction, pretty cheap. You know what I mean? For like you know sixty-nine bucks, something like that. Seventy-two dollars, seventy-two dollars and ninety-six cents with tax. Oh man, this is um, some deep analysis <laughs> here from JD. It's like I could tell by the way he looked down when I said seventy-two dollars. All right, go ahead, Braden. What's up? <laughs> um, I was going to say three grand, so I'm going to stick with that. All right, so we got 2888. Is that what you said? 2488. Oh, 2488. This is what happens when I don't write them down. Uh, you said three grand. I said five grand. Josh, what's the deal, man? This is this could be the difference between winning and losing right now, Raiden and I. And if a mark gets the point, then I don't know. Yeah, one nine nine five. Oh, man. So now yeah, it's, it's like that's I don't know why I paid for it, but it would somewhere between eight and eleven dollars is okay. Yeah. Is, is when is if I price a name below two grand, it was somewhere between eight and eleven. So again, JT, your analysis was way off. I don't know how off was it. I said it. I, you know, I was right about the acquiring. It's just really kidding, cheap, Calm and down, then I just thought he would have sold it for a little bit more. I yeah, actually like. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Like names like that. Like you, you just price it at five k, and it probably like the same buyer probably buys it for five k. There it's are just, so many alternatives to that name, though. I mean. It's, yeah yeah it's just for, for me any name that i buy unless it like really sticks out to me i'm like oh that's a nice name like if i buy a name i don't really do it too much right now but when i was buying names for eight to eleven dollars just you know you'd get i'd get like maybe 25 to 50 names in a day it's yeah. just like i'm not i don't want to like individually price all of them so the yeah, ones no, that went into that price category it's just boom 2k forget about it yeah. Well, I mean, you're talking about. So, what was the final? What was the price that you sold it for? One nine nine five. Yeah. So, yeah. two thousand bucks okay. that you bought it for ten dollars. I mean, that's two hundred x. I don't know, like how much. You know what I mean? Like. Yeah, it works really well. It, like you? it just works really well at scale. I get sales like that. Still, even right now, I'm getting sales like that every month. Like, probably a few a month, and I don't have a huge portfolio compared to some of the bigger people out there. But like names, just they just move at that price. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Quickly. So, I like how you said you weren't sure what you paid for it, and you gave us the range between eight and eleven. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's not a big, you know. I think you paid hey, that's a, that's the difference between two hundred x and one hundred and fifty x. I know. Oh, <laughs> yeah. No, that's good. All right, so here's where we're at because we so now we're at a three way tie currently. Josh is out. Josh, can you pull another name out and give it uh-huh. to us? I'll sell. How about I sell a name to Braden instead to, to, to replace Laura.com? I'll sell him Louise.com, and if he buys it, he wins. <laughs> oh, that's fair. There we go. All right. Somehow I feel like we got Amar and I got cut out. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see what I got here. I got another. Okay. I didn't even make an offer yet. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, I can piqued your interest on it. <laughs> Just go to the go to the landing page and check out, bro. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I could give you another one, buy it now that I have that just to, you know, it might be a bigger one this time. I don't know, yeah, but do it. Um, yeah. You want to do another one? Yeah, let's do another one. Wait. We got to break this tie. 
All right, unitebet.com. Don't, like honestly what a terrible name i don't understand how Unite i got that bet. or sold it yeah but there you go unitebet.com jesus i wouldn't want that for free yeah <laughs> you're first this time Braden. i don't want to go first i don't even want to go last i don't want to go at all yeah technically because <laughs> we're going the opposite way we went last time since this is the other the, the, the final round so who's first you are you i am first okay uh unite Bet. I'm gonna uh, two grand. I'm <laughs> gonna stick to the same two grand. Two grand. No, right. no. I'm gonna go higher. I'm gonna go higher because it's got bet in it. I'm gonna go twenty five hundred. Twenty five hundred. All right. I am gonna go. Le- I'm gonna go one nine nine nine. I think he pulled it right out the same bucket. You know what I'm saying? That's that's my guess. <laughs> <laughs> so he was like, "Yo, that's actually strategically that's very smart, JT." But um, just try that's to not what happened. That's I'm just not trying what happened. to win one. Yeah, I'm going. I'm going higher than twenty five hundred. So Ooh, I'll go. Okay. Uh, I'll go twenty five ninety five. Oh come on! Yes, totally <laughs> I, no, I was. I was gonna say three k. So I'll go three k. That's fine. All right. So we got twenty five, three, and then I got two and two or one nine nine nine. All right, Josh. Uh, two nine nine five. I don't care. Oh man! Yes. Oh, man. <laughs> right on. I See, thought I had that one. Strategically, JT, strategically, you were right. Yeah. But I was, I, I, I actually was watching Josh and I listened to his words carefully. And he did say this one could was, be higher. He said this one could be higher. No, but... and, he's, and he said he doesn't even know how he got that much for that name. Ah, uh, okay. See? All what right. a terrible name, though. Why was that? I'm, like, if that was on auto renew, I need to go through my portfolio right it's, now. It's a, it's a terrible <laughs> name. But uh, well, but anyway, that, I want doesn't that doesn't that go to show though? You can sell terrible demands. <laughs> it's like, and you know what? Like, maybe it's not terrible for them. Maybe well, of it course works. No, I right? think they, you know. I my guess. Do you know who bought it by any chance? Do you have any in, insight into the yeah, bar? I, so the way that a name. So I don't know who bought it, right? But the way that names like that end up working is if the brand is unite and they're in the betting industry. So it's mm-hmm. like if it was if right. like. If there was like a dot bet extension and the, the name was unite dot bet and their brand was unite, like ugh, I don't love it, but you could see it, right? I don't love it, but you could see right. it. It's like okay, so I would rather have, have unite. I'd rather have unite betting. That's what I was gonna say. I mean, if you're really betting. thinking about, you know, maybe was, they do. Yeah, you know, maybe. yeah. But the other thing I'll, I just noticed it's on Squad Help, so I think that names on Squad Help and Brown Bucket tend to sell more for more than they're worth. Is that what um, you sold? Those it? kind of names. No, it's sold. It's sold on Afternick, and I, you know, when I was just looking through all these right now, and it's sold on on Afternick. So that. Um, so it's back on. It's on Squad Help. So no, no, no. Later. I I need to. I need. I I still oh. need to go and talk to Squad Help and say uh, and tell them to like remove it. Oh, okay. Got yeah. It. So anyway. Um, yeah, but I, I would I, I would agree with your point. I think Unite Unite Betting is a better name. But if maybe they have that one already and, you know, right. and like you said, this is, uh, you know, fits some in somebody's strategic plan. So, right. And then and uh, United so this, bet is better, like Josh said, but United yeah. must be the brand name, you know, and then unitebet.com. I mean, it's, you know, it's not the worst. I don't think it's as terrible as, as y'all are making it sound, but I'm on the po- I'm on the, my positive tip today. You know what I mean? So I wish I could sell some good names, though. I mean, coming on and having to talk about Future Health Group and UniteBet.com. I mean, don't have me back. <laughs> uh, 
Well, yeah, you are you're per your contract, we're program. obligated to have you on so many times a month, so it's like I got no choice. You know, so. but, um, but Josh, you know, you're 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 you know making like a ninety-nine percent profit on these things. Well, that's what I mean. Yeah. He's turning ten dollars into two thousand a couple times oh. a month, like just on some like, yeah, you know, and he's like, Oh, this is it's so hard. It's such it's so tough. Oh, honestly, don't get into this game. You don't want to do it. <laughs> Stay out. So is that another one you bought for somewhere between the uh, $8 and $11? Yeah, I think that that one was probably uh, $11 or yeah, wow, maybe 11, 11, 11, Once you 11, go over 10. 270X. Yeah. Last yeah. night, I think I turned a couple of hundred into zero and worth of tequila. Yeah, oh, there you go. Or the oh, that's where my investment's going. I do yeah. that all the time. I do that all the time. That happened to us last night with sushi. You know what I'm saying? Like, um so all right well cool that's the domain game congratulations to amar and congratulations to all you guys those are all good sales uh love to see it love to hear it don't love to not win it but there's always next time so uh all right well look we're gonna jump real quick to a commercial and then when we come back we'll be here on uh, segment three which is name jet gonna jet and uh here on domain sherpa where all roads lead to domains we'll see you guys in a minute Media Options is the industry's leading domain broker specializing in domain acquisitions, high-value domain sales, and domain name consultation. As pioneers and thought leaders on the subject of the domain aftermarket and domain name value, plus through their clear domain acquisition service, Media Options offers startups and established corporations an unparalleled scope of high-value domain options, providing access to domain names and curation technologies not available elsewhere. Media Options believes in the power of a great domain name and is dedicated to helping you obtain yours. Call or email today to put a domain to work for you. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Domain Sherpa, where all roads lead to domains. We're just coming off of the domain game. Big win in overtime by Amar. Congratulations, Billy. Hit him with some, give him, give him some applause. Give the man, <laughs> give the man some cheers. And uh, so now we are sliding into Name Dick and a Jet, sponsored by our friends. Let's go. And uh, so, yeah, we've got a whole list of domains. Uh, we've got the list up on the site, as I mentioned on every show. Um, go ahead and download the Excel file. It, it'll tell you the Estabot appraisal, how many back orders as of the time that, we, uh, that we're filming the show, how many days left on the auction as of the airing date of the show, uh, the source, reserve, minimum bid. Uh, as well as some additional info and links. Um, so yeah, use the, use the sheet. I hope it helps. We don't get any kind of affiliate commission. So, you know, that literally is just there to help y'all. Um, so feel free to utilize that. Um, and uh, we'll go through. We got 18 names on the list. And as we typically do this, so you guys can talk about up to six names before the, uh, the buzzer sounds, you know what I mean? And uh, it'll start with Josh, because we'll go in order. Braden let off the domain game. And uh, yeah, there's uh, some interesting stuff here, and tell me what you guys think. So, Josh, right off the bat, man, uh, what do you like? What don't you like? Uh, what stands out? Let's have a look here. Okay, uh, best of me. That's a pretty cool name. I like that name. Um, yeah, best of me is a cool name. I I, I like those kind of names where um, it's kind of like a feel good phrase um they they just like they work for a few things like the, the kind of buyer that i see buying that is someone who's like written a book or uh you know it could be like fitness or mindset type thing and 
that that's pretty popular today. Like either those kind of businesses or ventures or storylines, they come up a lot. So I like that name. That's the kind of name that I think, like I know for sure it would sell. Mm-hmm. Um, it would just it would be like a when, not an if. Um, <clears throat> so I've got eighteen backorders. The appraisal's pretty low. I mean, if I could get that name for less than two grand, I I might I would probably be a buyer at like 50 yeah less than two grand i might be a buyer okay. i think that if you're paying any if you're paying more than 1500 you're probably overpaying mm-hmm. but i i just you know i just feel like when i overpay for a name like that it normally always turns out well for me um so i like that one um it's a colloquialism kind of sort of you know and i'm a big fan of those kind of names too i think the stuff that's positive that you know either drives sort of like a phrase or a saying or an action or something especially if it's you know active and especially if it's positive you know so i would agree with that. i, I i'm a big fan of those yeah. names as well so but go ahead i mean yeah i didn't mean i like uh, i like i like paywise no no you're good i like paywise.com um i just Again, it's like that that name stands out for me. I think that, you know, I, th- I automatically think of Wise, like the, the company Wise, because obviously you're sending payments overseas and stuff. Um, honestly, if you buy a name like Paywise, it wouldn't, I wouldn't surprise me at all if, and if a company like Wise ended up buying it for like some kind of payments. Um, or offering that they, have. they can come after you too. I don't. I don't. That, that I don't one know. feels like it has a trademark. I guarantee you, there's a trademark on that one somewhere. It has I mean, there's a trademark on a lot of things. Well, I can look it up. I don't know. I, I mean, I, I would check. I don't. I don't know. I think the. I s- love the name. I think that's the best name on the board. But I think there's, uh, or one of the best names on the board. But I would be afraid of a trademark on that one. Yeah. If there, if there is a trademark on it, you would stay away from it because it's like what else are you going to trademark it for and what else are you going to use it for other than payments right, right? right. so there are a um, bunch of companies called paywise there's a there's a paywise.co there's a paywise.com.au there's a paywise tech and these are all developed sites and that though that would be hard to defend against those that doesn't surprise me uh, i mean Trade but from a trademark standpoint, there are there isn't there's nothing there's nothing in the USPTO database. Oh, yeah, there's nothing. Much, that's there's, a few, there's a few dead. There's a handful yeah. of dead ones, including a Deco that had some kind of you know their paywise system, you know, which was probably some kind of payroll type of thing, and then a few others. So I actually think it's kind of open. And knowing, I mean, this would be the kind of name, and I can see why it stands out. Now, obviously, this is also why it has the most back orders of every name on the list at the moment. Um, yeah. It's also coming up close to the time for the. Uh, as a quick reminder, these are all expiring domains, so they're all going to be private auctions. Which means, in order to participate in the auction, you have to have a back order in before the back order deadline is over, which is what the days left represents on the sheet. So, if you are interested and you want to participate, you got to get your back orders in before that. Um, and uh, but yeah, I can see why this one is as active as it is with as many. I found even I found even more as so Paywise Furnishings out of the UK. There's a Paywise LTD payment processor out of Mauritius. Um, We're going to have to cut this segment because we should just, you guys just all want to go in and buy this name together and then we'll just flip it. Like, (laughs) you know, we'll have it sold in like two weeks to uh, one of these Paywise companies, you know what I'm saying? 
Yeah, it's, no, like, it's a great name. I just, like I said, I, I would be wary of the, of, wow, you'd have wow. to be, you definitely wouldn't put PPC on it. The state government in Indiana has got a, um, it's a great name. It's, it's like, a, it's an awesome brand. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's a great I, brand. Like I said, trade trademark wise is pretty clean. So, um, so, uh, but you know what? Somebody's going to come after you. Like, it's just inevitable. There's so many companies called Paywise. Nah, it's not inevitable. I, I, I think that's a stretch. Inevitable is a stretch. It's okay. like, I'm down to buy it. Let's do it. I mean, <laughs> I, you know, I think I think that I think that names like those are risky because they they I I do agree they are risky, but I don't think it's inevitable. I think okay. a lot I'll of the time, I'll, I'll more of that. The, it's not it's not inevitable, but there's a certain risk factor. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's a double-edged sword. I personally am less concerned about the IP and the legal threat. I think there's also, you know, kind of to a Mars point, maybe be a little cautious about what you do with it from a parking standpoint, yeah. right? So that you don't accidentally cross over into somebody else's, you know, territory in a way that you could get hit with the UDRP. But without a filed registered trademark, um, you know, they can't really bring a UDRP anyway. Um, so then it just becomes, you know, then it's just a legal threat and they can actually sue you for it. I, I think it's doubtful. I mean, it also depends what you're trying to get for the name. You know, if you're saying, Hey, I, you know, I'll sell it to you for 2 million bucks, you know, then, all right, maybe it's worth them spending, you know, if they would otherwise spend tens of thousands, then they might yeah. you know, file an action type of thing. But I don't know. I think the legal risk is pretty light here. I, I like the name a lot. I think, and, and, you know, I think that what makes it appear risky is the fact that you've got so many people that are using the, the that 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 word as their brand, which to me just means you've got an enormous amount of potential buyers for the thing, and uh, mm -hmm. you know you've got all these potential. Yeah, and that's what, and that's why, and that's and that's what gives. That's what also gives people that have that brand because it's like because they brand it as like a one as one word, right? Paywise, they, and and it is a brand as opposed to like. As opposed to like, if you if you invest it and it was wise pay, if it was wise pay, I think that everyone would be like, yeah, that's fine. It's generic. Like wise is generic and it's pay. But is it much different? Like really? I got. I don't know. Yeah, I don't. I'm not concerned about so. the legal. I don't think there's. I'm not concerned about the legal issues. I think maybe you don't put parking on it for a bit. You know, if depending on how quickly you want to try to sell it, but. Um, wait, 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 but you just said you're not concerned about the legal, but you wouldn't put parking on it. No, no. I said, if you really are, if you are concerned, I would say, you know, then don't put parking on it for a little bit, depending yeah. on how quickly you're trying to sell it. But I, this isn't mm -hmm. a name that if we pulled it into our inventory, if we end up, you know, buying this name, you know, I wouldn't have it under any special, you know, sort of like, you know, in any kind of special bucket or something. Mm. It'd be like full. Fair enough. Ahead, let's go. Yeah. You know. I mean, you know, you know better. So I, I trust you. So, yeah, yeah. Well, again, doing the search and that's a, you know, it's a useful thing. I think any of the IP folks and you guys all know, I mean, you know, going to USPTO.gov, the patent and trademark office, do a search and see what's out there, you know? And, uh, you know, cause you could find that, you know, the, 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 to me, the ones it's where, you know, you've got one particular whole trademark holder with an active trademark that you know aggressively, you know, chases down their their you know their IP or the, or enforces their IP rights, you know, those are clearly ones you're going to want to stay away from. You know, just because you have a ton of registered trademarks, you know, that could actually speak to how generic the term potentially is. So you know that mm -hmm. isn't by itself just you know I think the sweet spot of sort of concern is where you've got you know one or two registered trademarks with 
you know, big companies or companies that, you know, are going to aggressively try to enforce their, their trademark rights, you know, and a name that isn't clearly generic, you know? So, um, anyway, so yeah, so I dig it. Good stuff, man. Let's buy it. Let's yeah. go. That was, that was some, that was some what dude recently that? that was talking on like Twitter, um, like could have been a few months back that he bought a name on Dropcatch and it was quite a popular name that was got quite a lot of bidding on Dropcatch. I'm sure it included the word pay and I, it was pretty generic and uh, he got hit with a UDRP like two weeks later or like a month later and he was talking about it on Twitter and it was quite it was quite a popular thread. I can't remember what the name was, but there's no doubt that especially, I feel like especially pay, payment type names seem to get hit quite hard with that yeah. kind of thing. It just, it's one of those names that, feels like an existing brand and that to, to JT's point it is it's an existing brand for 20 other guys right but it's just one of those that feels I think what what Barry Hill calls them fanciful names or whatever so it's like it's not it, it's it's yes they're generic words put together you know in a way it just seems to me that it's a risk. I don't know. I still think it's risky. Well, I mean, when you talk about there is an art to it, right? Well, and fanciful is a specific term within like, you know, because you look at the, there's a trademark spectrum, right? You've got generic on one side and, you know, and then, but there's, you know, you've got then fanciful and I think it's arbitrary and then it's suggestive and then it's descriptive or whatever. Right. So it's like, or descriptive, you know, maybe I'm saying it wrong. Anyway, so I, I don't understand. You know, so but. depending on like, you know, <laughs> you know where you are like uh, again I, I just you know to me i think it's i i see opportunity here that's what i see with this name so yeah um, I, I love the name but, all right, um, all right should i do one more and then move on or yeah yeah i just i was there's a few good other good ones but um i do i do like epicjourney.com right um i think that's got one of the lowest appraisals here of more but um that's such a cool name, Epic Journey. Um, yeah, I mean, is it super valuable? No, not necessarily, but it's another, like, just like Best of Me, it's like another feel-good type of name. Like, um, could what like what could it be used for? Could be travel, um, could be um, self-improvement. Um, so I like that name. I wouldn't pay as much uh, for that one as I would for Best of Me, but... You know, if you could get that type of name for like 500 bucks, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I think it's cool. I mean, that could be a game. It could be a store. You're talking about Epic Journey? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it yeah. could be, you know, that could be a video game. It could be a, obviously a book. It could be a travel website. It could be a blog. It just sounds it super be, cool, doesn't it? It's just Epic Journey, man. You know what I'm saying? We're yeah. all on an Epic Journey. I love that that journey for you. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And yeah. uh, by the way, but uh, Amar, I, and, and I misspoke. You're right. I mean, Fanciful is actually on this side of the sort of spectrum when you talk about it, and the ability to trademark names, the more Fanciful, the better, right? So you've got, you know, you've got generic here. And then it's descriptive, suggestive, arbitrary, fanciful, right? Fanciful would be like Google, something like a made-up word, mm -hmm. almost that. Right. So this is not. Yeah. This is. I said it wrong. I so think it's more. more so suggestive. it's just the fact that it's more trademarkable because right. it's unique. So that as you use it, it becomes very descriptive of what you're using it for because it's not a word that otherwise, you know, again, generic being the the sort of the most difficult end of the spectrum to actually trademark if it's your brand, you know, 
right. name like this probably falls into the middle pay you know maybe yeah, yeah. would probably be you know right there between suggestive and arbitrary it's not fully descriptive because it could be a couple of different versions of no, i think it's, i think stuff. you're probably right suggestive you know so and, and yeah and i have a bunch of names that are like something wise and i so i really love that yeah. right and i think they're very brandable but i also think that you know, probably I'll just I'll deliberately delay this episode till next week. The auction <laughs> will already have happened, and we'll have the conversation. And we'll own it. We'll, there you we'll go. be sitting there, be shining right in our domain portfolio, glistening, <laughs> just looking like dripping with opportunity. Um, all right, cool. Yeah, I love all three of those names that you mentioned, Josh. The Epic Journey name was one of those that jumps out to me. I like that one a lot, just because I just think it's cool, you know. And it's just again, it's like just you know, in a real positive kind of way. So. All right, cool. So, all right, Amar, well, it slides to you as far as uh, the list. So what do you like? What don't you like? Sure. So, I, I mean, I've already said it 10 times. I love PayWise. Um, and uh, I really, I think, I another one that is really great on here is GeoBase, in my opinion. Uh, okay. it's, not, it's not one of the ones that's appraised really high, but I really like that. I think that's a, that's a great brand. Mm -hmm. um and, well, and geobase is uh there's a thing for that i looked it up um real quick uh yeah like, so this is without me doing any any looking up anything this is just looking at it um, yeah it's actually yeah there's it's like a geoscience literature research database type of thing a you know utility maps for dod personnel it's a uh, oh, see, I would database multidisciplinary like, in scope, which indexes bibliographic information and abstracts for the geological, earth, and ecological sciences, published by engineering. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, it's like a like so that's like a thing, you know what I mean? Which is yeah, interesting. I would think of it as more like a travel type, you mm -hmm. know, uh, site. Could be but, a product, um, you know? Yeah, exactly. So I like that. The one I didn't quite understand is Critica, and I'm guessing that's appraised so high probably because it's either a um a developed site that dropped or that's the oh, only thing i can think I, of i, I don't like know it's a, critic is one of my favorites actually i think it's is it spanish i think it's super brandable but i don't there's know a, why it's appraised so high there's a there's a fair amount of companies that use that name it's yeah, a great I, name yeah well and you know so it's it, you know almost like critical, you know, so there's like, uh, you know, so there's, um, and I looked it up too. I, I, this one was interesting, which is why I included it on the list. Um, because I don't know that if it's as, as clear as a foreign language word, right? Like the Spanish version for critical or something like that. But, um, but Brayden, you really like this one? Cause I actually, I I, okay. So how come just cause of the usage of it? Yeah, it's got a lot of usage. So there's a bunch of companies that use that name. So you've got now you've got tons of companies that is, it's an upgrade for them, right? Um, yeah. And it also, it sounds like Critical, which is kind of a good name. Mm -hmm. um, so I, I think it's just well, very it has an, it has an Critical can be, is one of those names that's positive and negative, right? So it has a negative connotation too. But yeah. again, it's a, it is a great name. Um, it I guess it depends on how much you end up paying for it, right? Like I wouldn't be paying 10K for the name um as an investor i think you know i don't think it's i don't think wholesale it's a 10k name but uh, who knows prices are kind of crazy right now um 
Well, and it has yeah. that really like the estimate appraisal is like over 120,000. So, which, yeah. you know, I think is interesting. And I would agree with you. I don't know where, like, you know, it seems like a high number. I don't know where that their algorithm is, is really pulling that from. I think, I think because of the search volume, because there's, there's so many companies called Critica, people search it and then to find the company, right? Okay. Because no one's using Critica.com. They're using, you know, whatever else. Right. Criticaservices.com. So, whatever. but it's only registered in 46 extensions which is a lot, but it's not a lot relative to, you know, some others, right? Like, I don't think 46 is a really big number uh, no. in terms of how many extensions it's registered in. Let's compare it to PayWise, actually, since we've been talking about that. PayWise is in 40 extensions. Um, Geobase, let's look at Geobase. So to me, I think that's probably a really good indicator for me, at least mm -hmm. 38 extensions. So these are all pretty close in terms of how, how many extensions are registered in. Cool. All right. Well, what else? There's uh, we a lot more companies play. using Critica than AYs. Really? Mm-hmm. All right. Well, that makes sense. So I still like, I think, you know, to me, I like PayWise a bit better. There is a Critica trademark since we're talking a little bit on the trademark tip. Uh, a company that is using it with a live active trademark in uh, Critica LLC based in New York, education services, lectures, classes, that kind of thing. Um, like for me, that I would be more concerned about that than mm -hmm. payments, personally, because yeah. Critica mm -hmm. is a, is a made up is a made up brand ball and there's an active trademark on it. But there well, are more companies. It's an, Italian, it's an Italian and Spanish word. So yeah, that, that would be the that would that be would be your defense. Okay, yeah, yeah. And there's it's yeah. an Italian uh, periodical, so there's definitely some. It's a yeah, it's an interesting one. I think it's cool. Um, you know, it's funny when I saw it, I thought, okay, you know, clearly it's you know based on the appraisal, I expected that there was going to be you know um, that it would be you know the Spanish you know word for critical or something or or you know critic you know. Um, obviously i don't speak spanish right so <laughs> you know what i mean so but uh so, but i'm with you brayden well, i think that you know and there's obviously the you know you look at the serp and uh you know searches and stuff although the cpc is not very high but the search volume is really really high so ozaki and wheaton both have more red uh extensions registered so like you wouldn't have thought that for ozaki wheaton well, i was expecting that yeah, well, both are last names, right? And yeah. uh, Ozaki's also a character, I think. In um, uh, what is it? It's one of the, it's like a, an anime Japanese or something anime. Yeah, like, yeah, it's like Dungeon Hunter or something. It's one of the um, uh, so there's there's something there, and then Wheaton, obviously, you know, big shout out to Will Wheaton. You know what I mean? And uh, mm -hmm. <laughs> I think yeah. Wheaton is uh, off a of name jet. I looked it up. I think oh, he's already gone. Oh, it's, and it's Demon Slayer, by the way, is the anime for Ozaki. Um, but then there's also a Japanese musician and, you know, it's a, it's a last name and it's a type of beef. And, you know, there's a whole lot of like, uh, there's an author. And, you know, so Ozaki is a pretty common, you know, that one I think, you know, is, is, is interesting, you know, to the extent that then you're, in, then you're putting it into a bucket of, okay, you know, 
names and then foreign last names and Japanese names, right? And, you know, to how specifically you parse through some of that kind of stuff to determine like, okay, this is how well these typically sell and or how much success I've had in the past selling these kinds of domain names. Um, all right, well, if Wheaton's gone, then we won't even talk about it. But, um, but yeah, okay. All right, cool. Well, uh, and, and uh, so, all right, Braden, up to you, man. There's still a bunch of names that we haven't talked about, but what what do you like or don't like that we that we haven't or um, talked about? I kind of like code art. It's not a name that I a name that I buy, but you know, it's it's two syllables. Coding and art both are big right now, so I could see that being a decent brand for you know, even even like an NFT project. That's what I thought. I thought, I mean, to me, that's like a no brainer for something like that. Code art is like, you know, the idea that exactly what Josh is saying. How to make an NFT or whatever, right? Like how to to code art. Um, And um, I like lightningstrikes.com, just has good feel to it. Um, A few companies are called Lightning Strikes. Okay. Um, uh, Wishing Tree, kind of same thing. Um, although I don't know if there's a, no, that was a book, right? Wasn't that a kid's book? The Giving Tree. That's a like Giving, giving Tree. tree. Giving, giving Tree. tree. Shell, big shout out to yeah, Shel Silverstein. You know what I'm saying? And uh, that one always just gets me right in the feels, you know, especially at the end <laughs> when he's like, hey, man, I got nothing left to give. And the old dude's like, look, I just want to sit down on the stump. You know what I'm saying? And just kind of vibe. Like, remember when we used to chill and I used to swing from your branches? You know? Oh. You know, it's real. It is real, man. You, you, but, uh, you've got a heart, bro. <laughs> <laughs> i'm an empath man i can't help it um yeah. but uh come here, little boy come sit on my stump i don't know about that book <laughs> you're like uh nowadays that nowadays that somebody will want to protest to pull it off the shelf at the library mm-hmm. um so uh, <laughs> uh anyways i like i like wishing tree um i think that makes a good brand um social security benefits.com i i don't like that um, because Social Security is a trademark, and, oh, okay. they, and the Social Security Administration has been known to um, take well, domains away. So, just something it, now. If they, they don't, they don't do it often because there's so many. I mean, Social Security Lawyer or whatever. Like, lawyers have their have yeah, those. That's a great names. point, and that this is a great. I actually think this is a great point to tie in on some of what we're saying about the trademarks and stuff. And this is what I was sort of alluding to before. Is like. There are certain entities and organizations that are known to be really, really active when it comes to enforcing their IP rights, right? And, uh, you know, Microsoft and, uh, you know, the Olympics, for example, is another one that's like a big trademark that if you, you know, use that they'll come after you, you know? So it's like understanding and having a sense of some of the history around some of that stuff, I think is really important because it is the kind of thing that will help you hopefully avoid getting, you know, um, you know, domains, investing money and, you know, yeah, not and all that kind of stuff. So, and I, I do have a social security name that is developed out into a lead gen site, but I know that someday uh, they can come knocking and I'm going to lose that name. So, yeah, that's just- interesting. You know, we have, so we keep sort of like, you know, we have some lists and we, you know, I've been in this space for a long, long time. So we kind of know just smell tests and, you know, names that we know to avoid and all that kind of stuff. Are there any good resources for that kind of stuff that you guys are aware of? And the answer could be no, I don't know. I mean, I just mean like for trademarks, like, because it's one thing to, and this is just for the benefit of the audience, you know, to the extent that, hey, I search on the trademark database, I see maybe it has something. 
how do I find out if they've, you know, litigated it before things like that? You know, I didn't know if there were any, you know, other sort of searches or tools that y'all kind of mess with, you know, we do a lot by feel, you know what I'm saying? Like I there are, right there are databases, there are databases that lawyers use. Yeah. Yeah. There's, well, there's Edgar and the, you know, the, for the federal, you know, filings and things. So I guess you could probably, you know, that would be, uh, and obviously if it's the kind of thing where you're going to spend a lot, a lot of money, um, on a name and, uh, you know, maybe it's worth having, you know, an attorney take a look at it specifically, but, um, yeah. So, but, but that's, I think that's, a, a really that's the point is like, if you're how much time and effort and resources are you going to put into researching a name before you buy it? Right. I, I mean, I buy almost all my names just on gut. Right. And yeah. unless you're, unless you're spending, you know, five or six, uh, figures on it, but if you know most of the names you're buying, right? They're you're not gonna, especially in auctions, you're yeah. not gonna spend hours looking it up each name. No, that's fair. Well, it's, I guess it's, it, not. if it's a name you're you're maybe about to drop fifty grand on or something like that, you know? right? So, um, but yeah, I would agree. I mean, if it's you know if you're spending a couple thousand, couple hundred bucks on a name in auction, like you're not really I mean, who has time? You know, we ain't got time for that. Right. Um, <laughs> so, all right. Well, cool, cool, cool. And then, uh, all right, last one. Let me bring one up, and then uh, we're almost well, out of time. I, I need to oh, mention one more. I, I would be remiss if I didn't mention. I know. That's what I was going to bring up. Go ahead. Right. So I figured criminallawyer.net. <laughs> there we go. I, so, I figured you guys were all just waiting for me to talk about that. I mean, that. I literally put that on the, the list for you, for dude. Me. You know what I'm Thank saying? You. So. Thank you. Talk to me. I mean, so what do you think? I mean, are you like, oh, I got to get this back or, or is it because you are so, you know, experienced with legal names that this one has red flags for you? Like, so you see a name like this. What do you what are you thinking? Well, look, I, I am going to bid on it because old habits die hard. Um, mm -hmm. But I can tell you, it, it, legal names are a tough sell uh, unless they're low and you're outbounding. So I know people that uh, will pick up a legal name for you know, six to nine bucks or a hundred bucks and they'll sell it for $400, $300. And they're just outbounding, especially if it's, if it's geospecific, because then you can do a Google search, find, you know, 30 lawyers and just email all of them. And uh, some, some lawyers will pick it up for a few hundred dollars. That's a no brainer. Um, a name like this, you, you can't do a narrow search, right? You're going to, you'd have to shotgun a billion criminal lawyers um, and they're just, just tough, tough sell. And, and lawyers don't like to spend a lot of money on names. I have sold some big legal names, mm -hmm. but it takes a long time. I've got Look at that CPC up. though, dude, 1827, you know I mean? It's yeah. like, yeah. Now, if you, if you want to develop it into lead gen, you know, that's a different story because then you can sell off the leads, but criminal leads are not great leads. Now, if it was like DUI or drug or something specific under the criminal umbrella, those sell for more. But okay. criminal could be like, you know, somebody got caught with like a, a bag of weed or something. And it's like these cases aren't worth anything. Um, so it's 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 kind of broad. I mean, we sell criminal leads and they don't do nearly as well as like a DUI or a domestic violence or some other kind of a more specific yeah, um, specific criminal, sub topic of under the criminal law umbrella. I, that makes sense. And, um, yeah. but yeah, so no, that's good feedback. And, uh, so, all right. So this name, so what do you bid up? To? I mean, it's the, first of all, it's a .net, which is also, I know that like, you know, I mean, this name is speaking to you dog. You know what I'm saying? If I was trying to sell it, you'd be the, like, you'd be the one I'd call. Um, what, uh, so what do you bid up to on this one? Like, where are you trying to get it at? Um, you know, I think it'll, 
I would probably price it in the $30,000 range, but take much less. Wow. I mean, I, I, I honestly think, well, if it was a dot-com, right, it would be, it'd be six figures. Sure. And, and even that, um, like I know the guy that bought from the lawyer.com and, and he called me, he's like, what do you think? I'm like, don't do it. It's not going to work. And, and he did it and he, he spent the money and then it didn't work and he had to take it down and try to reset. And they sold it as a law for a loss. And they're just, it's just tough. Like, yeah. you know, lead gen is difficult. If you know what you're doing and you can build out a site and get some traction and drive some traffic to that site, you can sell the leads. This is not the highest value lead, um, but it's a tough sell and lead gen is tough. I've been doing it for 18 years and, you know, you need wow. to go in with your eyes open. It's, it's, a, it's very, very, very competitive. I mean, just look, yeah. you can't buy traffic. I mean, look at it. $18 and 27 cents is a CPC on that. You, you're going to, how are you going to do that? Yeah. yeah. How you can do that and sell the lead for $35. Yeah. No, I think that's a great, this is a good point. So if you're trying to sell it for 20 to 30 K, so what are you bidding up to? Two, five thousand. I mean, what's yeah, your? Yeah, it's a, it's a couple of grand. I mean, I might yeah. go over that just because you know I've got a lot. I've got a database of criminal lawyers yeah. that I can reach out to, uh, and they know who we are, so they'll they'll open our email. Um, but if you know, just Joe Blow, like if I was to email a bunch of roofing contractors, and they don't know who I am, they're not going to open my email. Yeah, um, that's a good point. So at least my company can reach out to them and, and get a decent open rate, but it's still. Still, so for everybody Brayden, listening, I know who you are, and I do not open your email. <laughs> Case in point. And for everybody else who's listening, don't even waste your time. This is Braden's name. He's already called Dibs, so you cannot monetize it the way he can. So just let it go. Let it go. And don't think you're going to win it and sell it back to me. People try to do that, and it's like, uh, I, I was there too. You want to? Yeah, well, that's another not thing. It's like, man, nobody's more active than you. It's like, what do they think you you were you weren't there that day? Um, anyway, all right. Well, all good stuff. I think that's a great place to close out, uh, the name jet going to jet segment. So big shout out to name jet, everybody go ahead and, uh, get your bids in, in time. You don't want to miss out on any names that you might be interested in a lot of interesting stuff on that list. Uh, one we didn't talk about, uh, well, actually there's a few, but you know, I'll just leave, leave those for special, special review for later for y'all to see a couple of those. But, uh, uh, NGO.org I think is pretty cool, especially, you know, for a .org, you know? Um, I like that. It's one. a perfect .org, but how are people going to? The problem with those kind of .orgs is like, how much are you going to get for it? Yeah, right? how, are you gonna, like, yeah how are you going to monetize who, it? Who, who, how are you going to monetize it? Yeah. The other name that's interesting, and I guess I am going to talk about it instead of just leaving it as a surprise. MiamiDade.com. You know, it's uh, you know, from a ge geography standpoint, you know, Miami Dade is like is the you know is the area, right? So I think that one's kind of interesting for folks that are you know, if you're talking about. You know, short of the city name itself, it's, uh, you know, that one is interesting to me, although, you know, probably sell for more than I'd be willing to pay for it. But all right, cool. Well, all right, let's close that out. Um, then uh, last but not least, grand closing, you guys, anybody got anything interesting to talk about? Any announcements, anything like that? Um, the ICA dinner. Okay. Uh, it is $150. The proceeds go to the ICA. It's a good cause. Okay. And I believe that if you sign up for the ICA, then uh, dinner is free, if I recall. Nice. When, uh, what night is the dinner? It is Thursday night. Th yeah, Thursday night. Okay. Um, big buffet dinner. The link is um, icadinner22.eventbrite.com. 
Com. Okay. We'll put that on the site. We'll put it on the, the, when we post the, the show. So, yeah. So, I mean, look, obviously, you know, if anybody's investing in domains and you guys are not supporting the ICA, you're really, you know, you're, you're, you're shooting yourself in the foot because, you know, the ICA does a terrific job of supporting, you know, the, uh, domain investing, um, everything that we do. Um, you know, they're effectively like our lobbyists out there, like, you know, our eyes and ears and, uh, you know, mouthpieces too. I mean, they're, they, they do a lot of good work, a lot of great people. And, you know, it's also, they do, you know, the AMAs and there's a lot of other cool things they do value wise. We are members of the ICA. Um, we get no, you know, we get, we get no benefit mentioning them, but the, uh, meaning like no financial benefits. So there's nothing to disclose there, but I would say that, um, you know, they do, they are doing really, really good work and, uh, you know, they're great, great folks. So definitely you should be supporting them if you're not doing that already and you're investing in domains. And if you want to read about it, there's a lot of, a lot of benefits as well. Being part of the ICA, it's internetcommerce.org. And you can join for a little as, uh, as little as $300 a year or 25 bucks a month. Cool. Yeah. So support the ICA, everybody. It's it, it matters. And, uh, you know, we've got transfer new transfer policies potentially, you know, that are going to be uh, implemented by ICANN and other things. And, you know, uh, you know, and they're, they're really, you know, at the forefront of helping to, you know, sort of defend our rights and things there. So, yeah, y'all support the ICA. Let's go. All right, Josh, Amar, anything else on your end? Nothing for me, man. Nothing for me. All right. All good. I just wanted to make sure you had the floor at least to, you know, let's get, but uh, I got to get you your sweatshirt. So your hoodie. So let's, let's, let's coordinate that, you know, grab something to eat. Everybody else. Yeah. Looking forward to seeing you and uh, everybody at, uh, in Austin in a couple of weeks. And yeah, it's going to be fun. It'll be great. Yeah. It's going to be awesome. So awesome in Austin. All right, y'all. Well, thanks so much, guys. Appreciate you being here. And to the audience, as I say in every show, thank you for being here. Without you, there's no us. Uh, Hit us up, though. Anything good, bad, ugly, questions, comments, whatever. We're not hard to find. And otherwise, we will see y'all here next time on Domain Sherpa, where all roads lead to domains. Peace out, everybody. Peace.